All right, this is America through the eyes of the heartlands. I've got my good friend Timothy Gonzalez here with me this evening. Uh, it's the night before opening deer season in Nebraska. I think we're excited for that and going to have some fun chasing some deer tomorrow. But uh, tonight, we're going to talk a little bit more about our feelings and his opinions. We're going to get his insight on COVID. Take it away, Tim. My insight? Well, yeah. What What do you feel is the biggest problem facing us moving forward with COVID as we enter winter? I agree with you. <laughs> I just <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah, no, I think no. the listeners are going to want more than that. <laughs> what is my concern? Concern. Or what, or, or what, well, obviously, my biggest concern is that they start closing schools down. Which, back to what we were talking about earlier, I'm sure you guys missed, you obviously missed what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. About the effects of the COVID in our town, which the huge majority is adults coming down with the sickness. So that's, I mean, it's a good thing, I guess, for the school systems that are being overwhelmed with kids being sick. But. What's causing that? What's causing just the adults to get? Yeah, I know we talked about that a little bit earlier, and you talked a lot about herd and thirding of the herd, and I think you're right, um, and a good valid point that we both kind of made with our hunting background, and um, you see the diseases that run through the different species of animals, and, uh, you know, we talked about how you'll see a coyote with mange that'll live for two mm -hmm. years, and they they adapt and they learn to just live with it and the weak ones die. I mean, because yep. and back to what I said was, you know, if we <laughs> if we were still grunting, yeah, around a fire as humans or the human species, we would see these people drop dead and we would say, eh, mm. Mm. yeah, and, and I and I agree with that a hundred percent. We've we we want to find an answer as human beings of what's causing it and how to stop it and mm -hmm. can we prevent it and it comes a point is it like the flu i mean the shot how effective is the flu shot they say what 40 to 60 percent effective every year so oh, 90 i thought i don't think it's that high the flu shot yeah i don't think it's near that high we'll do some research <laughs> yeah we better one. get <laughs> At one time, I thought it was 60, but I swear I just heard that it was 90 the other day. Well, they said COVID's going to be over 90. With the vaccine? With the vaccine. Maybe that's which was higher than the flu. Yeah. Don't worry. Either I think way. Google can give us that answer. Yeah. If you want to give the listeners a little bit more, where 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 is home for you? Scotts Bluff, Nebraska. Okay. Which, according to... I believe it's the New York Post or New York Times. Is Scotts Bluff is like the number one hotspot in or for for Nebraska. Scotts Bluff is the the highest uh, per capita in COVID infections or positives, new cases. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, I know I've got some interesting info here. That I would ask you, there's, as of yesterday, and I heard that the number has gone up, but there was 10.6 million cases um, confirmed here in this uni in the United States yesterday. Of those, there's 243,000 deaths. Now, these are plus or minus 146,000 both ways, so we're just going to stick with those two numbers. That's one in 44 people die. 
from it. And when you put it in that perspective, such a small number, it sounds like a lot. When you think of it, you could know 50 people, and odds are getting to be that knowing 50 people that could have had COVID, that if you knew that many, one of them probably passed. But my point here is we can't look at it in that small of a number. We have to use the big ones. You have a 99.08% survival rate Mm -hmm. of this infection. That's a 0.02% death rate. Um, How many people are dying from it in Scott's Bluff? Are there numbers out? Um, There are numbers out. In fact, if we were... on it we would have pulled on all, stuff, all of our <laughs> yeah, information up so we don't little, just sit here and go uh. we're a little behind on that but i do have the information on the flu and it is only 45 percent effective overall in 2019 to 2020 seasonal influenza a and b virus um it says it has been 50 percent effective against influenza b and 37 percent effective against influenza a h1n1 so as we know that's the swine flu President-elect's supposedly disease. You know, I know we're in a rush to get um, a cure or a vaccine, but at what cost? You know, how many, my only fear, and I'm sure it's a lot of people that can actually think for themselves, I wouldn't be out, I wouldn't be in a hurry to go get a flu or a vaccine because... They've already, yeah, they've had some good success and they've had some bad ones. Something yeah. just came out that they had to quit trials because, and they didn't go into details, but they had to cease the project or the. Is this from Pfizer or? Um, I'll have to look it up. It was. <laughs> <laughs> they had I'll, have st- to, I'll have to agree but with you on that. my point being <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is how many. It's going to be a money-making deal, obviously. And when people start being shady and everyone's running out to get the vaccine, how many people are going to start bootlegging virus or the vaccine for the virus? Well, I know there's a lot of concern about this conspiracy theory that they're they're going to infect you with something that you don't want. And I know I've heard a lot about it um, with the testing that people are worried that they're putting something in themselves when they swab their nose. Now, I can contest. I was swabbed this week. Lost some some juices, I lost some brain juice, and (laughs) I'm pretty sure if uh, they were trying to infect me with anything, the tears running out of my eyes and my nose probably washed that infection (laughs) right out after they swabbed it. So um, just... And I know I've heard that, and like I said, God bless their heart and their soul for what they're doing. I wouldn't want to be in their shoes. And I think we got to give the nurses a lot of credit. They're thrown into something that they probably hadn't really ever prepared for. Mm-hmm. And who 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 could prepare for something like that? And, you know, I get to see it every day because my wife is a nurse. But the concern that these people have is valid. Because like I said, I get to see it from both ways as a person who lives day to day. And then I get to hear about it when my wife comes home. Well, this gives you an opportunity to voice your opinion and not be judged. Yeah. (laughs) I don't get judged. I just have to be careful what I say. (laughs) Is that being judged? (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, so right now it says we have 94,922 positive cases. Um, people tested, not detected, was 561,000. Um, let's see. See, that, to me, like, back to what we were saying upstairs, that's the concerning part. I'm sure that's what everyone's concerned about. Yep. Look at that, 561,000. Walk around every day, no symptoms, have it. And they're just passing it along. But on the flip side, how do you... <coughs> I mean, you... Yeah. I don't know. So Scott's Bluff has had 13 deaths, mm-hmm. according to the pub- Panhandle Public Health. And they are in the total positive cases. They are in the top 10 in our state. Um, they've had over 2,200 positive, which in the grand scheme of Scotts Bluff County is 2,200 people a small number, or is that a, lar- a large number in your area? Obviously, that's a large number because, like I said, they've had it. They were posted in the New York times or whatever i don't know if it was the post of the time now i gotta uh, assure all the listeners that we are talking with a chicago bears fan so <laughs> <laughs> his hype of papers could be a little off was it the star herald super no <laughs> uh, we better watch that we could with copyright infringement oh that. yeah if you if you start throwing that out yeah and one other thing i would like to ask you is where do you see this going if we have a vaccine? Do you see it going away? Or do you see this being a yearly, an annual thing like the flu? Oh, it's going to be an annual thing. It's it's not going to go away until... I just don't think it'll ever go away. Until it goes back to the herd effect. Until, everybody, until it makes its rounds and it's not just going to be in a year. It's going to be... Three, four, five, whatever it takes for everyone to get it and for the, the, the virus to quit or stop. I mean, look at the, the 561,000 people that, and this is just Nebraska, right? Is this yeah, the, this is just Nebraska. So if you look at those numbers, those people will have it. Eventually. If they didn't or, already have it. And, and we'll never know it. Yep. So that tells me it's selecting the weak. Which I know people don't want to say. That. It goes back to us having a human race being able to think and yeah, and have hearts and feelings, and we want to save everybody that we yeah. possibly can. We don't want to to see anybody die, let alone a family member. Yep. But at the same time, until it's made its rounds and just slowly starts to die off, it's kill itself off because it's not going to do anything. No. I mean, it's how long. Did it take for the uh, Spanish flu to go away? Um, I'm not sure. We'll have it was to. a long time. Like 1970 now, when was, was the last really? case. Somewhere in there, 1970-something. All good questions that you could have asked me prior to going on the air here. <laughs> well, you're just winging it, throwing questions out. Well, that's what we do here on America Through the Highest. <laughs> but that's good that way. you got this up. Um, this says that the Spanish flu lasted for two years 
A significant number of deaths were packed into three especially cruel months in the fall of 1918. But it says there was a second wave of the Spanish flu also here. So, I'm not really sure. We, we're we not going to fact check everything that we say <laughs> on this podcast. We're just going to be taken with a You're just going to have to believe us. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're here to tell you our opinion. Right okay. or wrong as they may be, we are all entitled to those. And that's what we want here, uh, the freedom of free speech. So, I'm, you know, I'll have to try to think of what the hell I was even. Some, <laughs> there Are you treating me in the swine yeah, flu? I could have been drunk when I was like. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have one other question I want to ask you. I know you talked about how you like the, the, the fear of the kids being locked away from home. Now, we talked to me and Hillary talked a little mm-hmm. bit about this last night. And my thought is that, that there's parents out there that said they'd rather their kids wear a mask. Now, I don't know how Scott's Bluff is, yeah. but here they mandated it from the start. And we yep. decided to homeschool. And some parents would rather have their kids in school wearing a mask all day than not wearing a mask and have to distance learn. And I agree. There's some students out there that probably struggle with the distance learning and need that one-on-one and um, hands-on training from a teacher. But I had a teacher tell me now it has become normal for those kids wearing a mask that they don't even think twice about it. Right. Do you not see uh, a trend from our politics side into this? And what's I, your I see opinion? what you're getting at. Like, yeah, you, like, um, let's start. Let's start warping them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's start. If we want them to do something, let's start slowly, and then we'll build up, and they'll just it'll be the next norm. Yeah, and I understand that, but I don't think I don't see where like <laughs> where the the American people are going to benefit in ten years from people kids wearing, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's no conspiracy to the. But I can see where you're thinking now where if you start them young, and not so much young, you just start them in school, eventually they'll just be able to do, you know, is it mask this year and then yeah, you do this next year and then you... Well, you look the way our election rolled. Yeah. That's my point. Is it kind of like um, the way our university has gone? Yeah. To, um, to the liberal That's a whole side. new... I mean, that, we can... Yeah, we can, we'll have another <laughs> show yeah, about we'll, that. We'll but, talk about that later. Um, but, yeah, but I, I mean, see you're that. right. I, indoctrinating your kids to... to to be a certain way, to, to learn a certain way, to be, and just listen. Yep. Well, and I, I mean, know early on it wasn't a big deal. They, or The kids were kind of having them hanging halfway down and taking yeah. them off and having teachers let them take off. But it's actually, as it spread rampantly through our area here more widely, and I have one teacher that I've played cards with, and um, he informed us. When I asked him, I said, how's the mask? And he said, Oh, it's fine. The kids don't even care anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to me, that scares me in the sense of we're teaching them th- that they're not teaching them anything in the step for their getting them to accept command. And this is how it's going to be. You know, next it's here. This is what time you're going to eat. Yeah. This is what time you're going to go to bed. Well, when you think about it, that's all, that stuff like that's already been in place. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it from the political yeah, side. It yeah, won't yeah. be bad, but yeah. it, it could be what you're going to get to but eat. We need, yeah. You're thinking down way down. Yeah, and, I'm thinking like, and it's going to be that way. Two years your, after your president elect, is president is supposedly your favorite president elect yeah. is. We like to use supposedly after <laughs> we say elect on this show. <laughs> By the way, Jeffrey voted for Biden. <laughs> that is strongly, strongly Positive. a false statement. <laughs> Um, Remember, is we have free speech here. <laughs> yeah, free speech. But I think everybody that uh, maybe in the 
area that might actually listen to this podcast will have known that I had a Trump banner flag in my window. That's true. I didn't say Biden. If Jeffrey could grow his hair out like... If I could grow my hair out like Donald Trump, I would. (laughs) Yeah, he would have. But if I could grow my hair out that long, I would. (laughs) But back to the mask deal. I, you know, I... I personally, I mean, like you, you chose to keep your kids home. That's your choice. That's everyone, and that's what's great about this country. As long as we can make our own choices yep. and keep making them. For me, I seen the effects, the negative effects when they first closed down earlier this year, and the kids had to stay home. And then we rolled into summer, so then that extended the time. You know, I think we were pushing over five months. And out of school. Out of school. And then to get them back into school. That's a good thing. They was, have a lot of their mother's genes then. Oh, no. It was it was because of her <laughs> defiance and her her strong will is the reason our son was going through what he did. But we got him back on track. But I could see, and we did see, the effects of keeping him home. Mm-hmm. And... Well, and not being able to go out and do stuff. And, I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't would. just like they... they they couldn't go to school for five months. They they couldn't, they couldn't do a lot friends. of stuff. They I couldn't mean, do their. They couldn't go and hang out with their yeah. friends. They couldn't see. Yeah, they FaceTimed or they talked on the phone or whatever it is they do. But they there's a disconnect there. And I, and our biggest thing was that they. And I should say just one child, because the other one. So it, it's going to be different. It's going to be different with you your kids too because. They're gonna do one or the other. They're gonna. It's gonna be no big deal. They're, they'll yeah. learn to function like it was nothing. Well, and, and then you get the that. kids that, like my son, who struggled because he is so strong-willed. You know, after five months, you tell him, "Well, now you have a, a routine again." Yep. And he's like, "No, I don't." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, but like I said, we got him back on track. It took damn near a whole quarter. Of the school year, but he's back. Well, that's good. Short of beating him, <laughs> we got him back. <laughs> Which we can have a whole other show on spanking. <laughs> right or wrong as it may be, it is probably the right thing to do. Yeah. Were you spanked? No, I was a good kid. I never needed to be spanked. No, I got to ask Katrina if that's true. <laughs> ask Katrina if she got spanked. She's telling me a story of right running for her life. <laughs> I, I I, have a hard time believing that about her. <laughs> but, so I, I see the effects of, of that. So I push, and like I said, everyone's different, now, but I they, push for my kids to go. Do they wear a mask all day? Yeah. Is it something that they have yeah. the option of taking and, off in the classroom? No, they do. There are some times. So, like at St. Agnes, that's where my son goes. They, and which they did a great job at. You know the the way they implemented their, from from, as soon as they walk into the classroom, to lunchtime to the time they leave is so structured and broke up. That they do get to take their their masks off for lunch because we had to go. We have to, as a family, every family has to go and serve. For at least five lunches, so you get to see it. But man, they've got them broke down. It's like they sit. You look at this lunch room, 
and there's only two classes at a time. So yeah, the the way they've structured it, it's. I mean, they got it down. Yeah. Now is it probably different in the public school? I assume. Oh, I'm sure it is. You know, because. And I think that's what made we had an uproar of parents that were upset, and I was one of them that was upset with the whole mask mandate. I, my opinion is, do I think masks work? Probably in a certain uh, place, mm-hmm. um, certain people. I made the point last night that there's no scientist that will actually come out and say what size of nanometer the particle is. Right. And without knowing that, there's no mass that you can say will actually truly, fully, effectively work. Um, and so we were told that it was going to be optional. And if you decided to homeschool, that you'd be given the curriculum and your kid would follow right along mm-hmm. as if they were in school. And then mm-hmm. once, nope. That's not going to happen the once we sign them up for homeschool. And I think what really upset a lot of the parents was the fact that they didn't have a say in it, that the school board and a few more elected decided what was best for the kids, that it was just going to be right. mandated. And like we said, a lot of us, if we'd had the option of voting and we lost, we're, most of us are Republican, we're right, we're going to just, okay, we lost. Now, there's some people out there going to say, well, then why doesn't President Trump do that? Well, because when it's actually stolen from you, there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but if we had had that option to voice our opinion, and, and I guess the people that are strong for the mask, if they feel they're that effective, what are they worried about? Um, a few kids that aren't wearing a mask. <coughs> Which, that's funny because just today, and obviously, every school system is different. Because um, I don't know how far out, like, the superintendent goes or the school. I'm guessing you have a different one in this area. Yeah, every school system has their own. Okay. Because Scott's Bluff, I mean, they keep us updated. But it's funny because just today I got, a, I guess, an update about what's going on and how they're still pushing to keep kids going to school and how what the kind of a struggle they have with personnel and keeping them keeping it staffed properly Mm -hmm. and how hard they're having with but they're still pushing to keep the doors open or keep kids coming to school and then they had a quick uh like a five question survey so back to like you're saying so but i like that because you know, you, you answer like four or five questions. Then at the end, it says, you know, make your comment. And I did make a comment, which is rare for me because I just usually delete shit like that. Mm-hmm. But it is important to, to voice her. Yeah, you got to so, have your voice heard. And, okay. you know, I just threw my two cents out there. Real quick little paragraph. I think they're doing a good job for what they have. I mean, I don't know what kind of support they have through the state or through... Well, I think right what, now it's pretty li- pretty I mean, limited. Right. So I mean, is is someone just through the state higher up than our school and superintendent saying, "Well, I'll just do what you think is best"? You know, what what kind of resource? I don't know. I well, mean, and I know from just our experiences of living in Western Nebraska, the the funding seems to stop well east of here when it comes. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> I think we get to like. <laughs> Oh, what, Kearney, Kearney, North Platte area, and it just like... Maybe North Platte on a good day if they've got enough money, but Grand Island, Kearney, you know, north to O'Neill. Yeah, I agree. I I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Now, 
I guess one other question would be, how do you think the masks have affected your children? That's, you know... Have you seen sickness from mask wearing too much? Have you seen them no. come home with coughs because of it? No, I don't. I haven't. I mean, the one thing that I do see, and it's in my daughter, is and I totally get it. You know, you go to school all day, you have to wear it. And then we want to just go hang out. And, you know, we went to this uh, gun show. Thanks for you the gotta, invite. Yeah, you got to love Western Nebraska or all in Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> Throw up these gun shows. But you know what else? I was I was actually surprised. You know, you went to the gun show. Was that an alliance? And no, this one was in Scottsdale. Mitchell. Thank, oh, Mitchell. Thanks for the invite. You're welcome. <laughs> you wouldn't have bought me nothing anyway. I wouldn't have had any money to buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see where she, man, she didn't want to wear it. You know, it was a weekend. She, That's her time. She was, yeah, she was tired of, and I get that. She's already instructed that she has to wear it eight hours a day from the time you, you know, and then you go on your free time. Yeah, basically your free time after school or on the weekend. And then you got well, a parent that says, she put sees the damn her, mask on. She's her dad during his free time just sleeping. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I could see. So that that's the negative. You were so talking. Did you buy a gun? Negative. You did not buy a gun. Did you no. buy your kids a gun? Mm, negative. Did you walk away with any free stuff? Mm, they don't give shit away with those <laughs> things. <laughs> so, I don't know. See, uh, and I, I see that point, but I don't see any negative. No, not health. You don't see the coughs or colds no. or anything. Mean. No. From the okay, no CO two or whatever coming out except poison. No, and you know the, the argument too, because going back to like being married to a nurse. Oh, sorry, it's, buddy. I bet you get shots. <laughs> I do. She just gives them to me. I don't even have a choice. Yes, I do. But it's easier when she just... Sticks you and then yeah. runs. Um, shit, what was going on <laughs> with this? You said it's oh. easier because you're married to a nurse. Yeah, you know, some people say, oh, you know, this toxic... This this Wearing masks is a new thing to Americans. But it's not a new thing in the milk industry. It's not. It's nothing different. And you know where I work, there's guys that wear the masks before that, just because. You know, especially these guys that work in the in the, the boiler house, mm-hmm. where there there's coal and just nasty shit now, floating if this, around. If this would happen to get out there, let's we want people to know that the Scottsdale, Nebraska, is known for Western sugar, mm. and it is a sugar factory, one of the. How many number of sugar factories are in this country? Was it one of the largest ones in the area at one time? Yeah, it still is. It still just is. it's still in the I don't know, top five, but it's you can buy their sugar at Walmart. Yeah, we make the world a sweeter place. Yeah, maybe they'll uh, a give fatter me, place. <laughs> maybe they'll give me some sponsorship <laughs> money. <laughs> but you know, like I said, these guys have worn them. Have worn them for. There's guys that wear it for twelve hours. Yeah, because they don't want to suck in the the coal dust or or the lime dust in the lime room. You know. <laughs> Same thing with the medical medical industry, and and not only back to what I said, it's something. It's just new to Americans because if you go to like the any kind of Asian country, I mean they wear them nonstop because of the pollutants. Not before the, you know this whole COVID deal. Well, don't worry, Joe Biden's got a new green deal that'll help solve <laughs> yeah, all that. Yeah. And it should be taken care of in ten years. Yeah, okay. ten years. I bet he's not alive in ten years. <laughs> 
I if bet he, you if he if he is, he definitely won't be president anymore. Your favorites lady will be president after she after they off. I don't think Biden. Hillary, I don't think Hillary's going to run again. No, 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 Nancy. Oh, I don't think Nancy's got the supporters to run. Not no more. It'd be her and Chuck Schumer could run together. <laughs> no, I'm thinking she's gonna. They're gonna off Biden in six months, or You're or deem him, him that long. Deem him unfit mentally to run the country. Well, hell, that's already given. so. They'll give him six months after he gets, if he gets elected or the win in January. Oh, it's not gonna happen, buddy. The Trump I'm train is if. coming. There was no blue wave. The blue wave was in Florida. So, there was a there was a hurricane. So let's say it does. But that's my conspiracy. That's my conspiracy theory is that they're going to off I think basically force them out. There's millions of Americans that agree with that statement. And Camille or whatever fucking name is is going to be Camellia. is going to be president for like a nanosecond and then Nancy's going to poison her when she gives her vodka bottle up. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard I've heard rumor that Nancy might not be the new speaker of the house even if the Democrats hold the house. Mm. That's true. I think she's she's lost she's gone too far to yeah. the socialist side and they've they've lost support. So they yeah. thought they were going to win. I did read that. They were going to win a whole bunch of house seats and they didn't. They didn't. They, they lost. actually lost what 13? 6 right now, 14, 14 undecided yeah, yeah. still. Um yeah, lot lot out there to still be answered on that. Do you have a minute to talk about a little politics with us here? Good all night. <laughs> well, no, we got deer. No, hunting we don't. Tomorrow. We got some nap time. <laughs> yeah, we 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 got to go deer hunting tomorrow. Four o'clock. We'll come early. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually sleep in till six anyway. Yeah. But some of us are up at four, waiting two hours to get you up. Well, back in the day when I lived in the country, I. It wasn't as big a deal. I could sleep in and wait for you. <laughs> so, on on a high note, I've I've heard, and this is just Donald Trump's post, that seven hundred thousand ballots will be thrown out in Pennsylvania. Seven hundred thousand. And that I want to say it was in Georgia. They had the Dominion re- machine. Counted somewhere in the realms of 90,000 wrong. Switched them to Biden that were Trump. So. 120,000 to be thrown out. That's um, that's a huge amount of votes. Especially when he just. Those states he barely won by. Well, I know when I went to sleep, he was in the lead. And then when I woke up, as a lot of, I hope, my listeners have heard, pallets for ballots out there. Somewhere around 3 a.m., Mr. Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe. It's funny that it happened in all those states at the same time. Yeah. 3 o'clock. Well, and here's my here's my conspiracy theory on the whole deal. They, they were confident that Trump was going to lose in 2016, that there was no need to figure out a way to swing the election in their way, in their right. favor. Right. And this is completely 100% my opinion, right or wrong, as it may be, we're all entitled to one. And I believe that in 2016, they did not feel the, the need or the urgency to have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, it's 2020. 
Trump's gaining a lot of support. There's a lot more people. He's got this country for the better half. I would say reuniting itself to its true what formed this country. Yeah, America first. Exactly. And so they knew if at 10, 1030, it was like last time, Trump's looking like he's going to pull away. And I remember coming home from my pool league and seeing multiple, multiple paths for Trump to win the presidency. And he was leading in all those states. Mm-hmm. And I stayed up. I fell asleep for about an hour. And oddly enough, I fell asleep around that 2.30 time. And I wake up and Joe Biden's creeping up. Hell, he's taking the lead in Michigan, Wisconsin. Yeah, and they had him already. They and they were giving him these states, yeah, you know. Already, yeah. And and so I my my gut is that they knew if Trump was leading somewhere around that 10 o'clock like he was in 2016, mm-hmm. they had to do something. Yeah. They had to do something. They didn't have the time in 2016 to do it because they didn't feel like there was any possible way Hillary Clinton was going to lose. But it's like, right. holy crap, this is happening all over again. What do we do? There's no way, there's no way Joe Biden gets 10 million plus more supporters or voters with his 30 people turnout to his, you know, to his speeches. Um, There's just no way that he gets, what, 14 million more, 12 million more people to vote for him than voted for Hillary Clinton. She had the Democrat Party. Um, Her family had been a, you know, the Clinton name had been attached to that for so many years. I mean, I remember it as a child, um, the Clinton name, and you just... I have a hard time believing until Obama picked Joe Biden, I would have to say a lot of Americans probably never even heard of Joe Biden. Yeah. And so I just, I don't believe that he could actually get 10 plus to 12 million more votes Democrat than Hillary did. And and, in a non-sexist way, she's a woman. And so they said that she was going to win the women's vote. You know, no, no woman would vote for Trump. Right. Um, I'm sorry, but they did. And you expect me to think that all these people have banned... Because Trump, if you look, the margin's the same. I believe 10 million more people could have come out and vote and supported Donald Trump. But we got to make sure we find them about the same amount of ballots to keep Joe in the lead like Hillary was in the popularity vote. Yep. What's your two cents? I I agree with you. (laughs) Once again. (laughs) The famous I agree. No, I... uh, no, I, ironically, I do agree with everything you just said. I, it's hard to believe, you know, and then you, 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 you talk about the, the black vote. Let's talk about the black vote. Yeah, you know, they, they also were talking how they had that secured. There was no way they had that secured. Uh, it, it, it had to. It, they, wall as it may be, even the Hispanic vote. Yeah. And see, I think that's what really, really in my mind, makes the Democrats mad is Trump doesn't consider it Hispanic. And, and for my listeners out there, Tim is of Hispanic descent. He is one of my best friends. So so they're not racist here. So we're not racist here. <laughs> but Trump doesn't look at it, at me as a white vote and you as a Hispanic vote. He looks right. at us as his American vote. Yep. You know, and I think that's what really turned a lot of the Hispanic and the black vote from the Democrat side to the Republican side. Yeah. Hey, they're not putting us in a. Li- they're not labeling us a certain category of vote. They're pu- he he's putting Americans us as an first, American as an American, and I think that helped. But I, I, you are you're correct on the whole. Just say you agree. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no, just the way it all played out, it it makes perfect sense. You know, they everybody with half a brain, I mean, they were already calling it. They already knew they were going to hold on to these states for just this purpose. Yeah. That to worst case scenario, it was their firewall that yep. if it turned out to be like uh, 2016, this was in already in place. Let's execute it. Let's yeah, they're not going to give him. Oh, Joe Biden miraculously wins Wyoming. Um, you know, I'm disappointed in right. our state giving up one electoral yeah. vote to him. But you know who that was? Yeah, was it Lincoln? No, that uh-huh. was all Chambers. Oh yeah, well district. Yeah, well, when you release mountain lions into western Nebraska because <laughs> yeah. you don't Wanna have to live them. with them. Yep. They put uh, them over on the western part of this. That's, that's like you said, it stops right about, Nebraska actually stops about North Platte-ish. Yeah, and it, it, if there's anybody out there that li- ever listens to this podcast that isn't from Nebraska or lives in any part of western Nebraska, um, for you guys to know, the only thing that eastern nebraska will give us is their mountain lions and their wolves <laughs> yeah. um oh they did give us some wild sheep a few years ago yeah um that might be the only harmless animal they gave us but and, and if we try to hunt them or to you to what would be the correct term neutralize them yeah so <laughs> so they're basically can eat all your livestock livestock and if you try to do anything oh ernie's gonna against, find you yeah that guy has no clue. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know if we'll ever dedicate a show to talking about his negativeness. Yeah, I'd rather not talk about. <laughs> we, we we do want to we do want to focus on local, national, mm-hmm. and and some state politics. And I do think we have to diversify this podcast to other topics. So eventually. eventually, as soon as we get more than 10 listeners. <laughs> well, right now I've got three because you heard my first one and so did my wife <laughs> and okay. myself. But hopefully this can expand. I, I have a goal for it. I, I have a future I'd like to see it go to. Um, we're just in small town, rural, middle America. And I've always kind of dreamed of this, wanting to have some sort of a radio show. This is my way to make a radio show. And it's um, good. It, it gets the, like you said, Living out here, who you know, you can almost say we're forgotten. You know, we still have a yeah. voice and we still think. You know, yep. we're not a bunch of just well, backwoods was, hillbillies that you know can't think for themselves. That's my. That's one point I'd like to have from this is uh, hopefully it can reach a lot further east and west and um, where we are. I think if you go north or south from where we are, most of the people kind of understand how life is and where things come from, and I'm pretty sure most, uh, hopefully, adults out there understand where all their stuff comes from, but without middle America, without the eyes of the heartland and the sand hills, especially, there is no beef, there is no farming, there is no agriculture. There's a lot of ag east of us, but, you know, we we sit in the middle of, that's all we do here. We don't have industry. We don't have car dealer. We don't have car manufacturing, mm-hmm. steel, or anything. We grow food. For we the grow ro- the products for, for that the you world. need for the world, um, not just America. You you deal with sugar. You want to mm-hmm. talk to us about how sugar affects the world? How you guys diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, no it, you know sugar has its place in 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 the food chain. I mean, I, I mean obviously it does because it's. Do you want to give us a two-minute on how you guys process sugar? Uh, the one I work at is a, a beet uh, processing plant. 
versus the cane. You know, you get your southern states, that's where you get a lot of your cane, Hawaii and Louisiana. So we do sugar beets. You grow sugar beets, you extract the sugar, put it in a bag. Now, what's the extraction process? Oh, God. Do you guys slice them? What do you do? We do slice them, but it, the whole process, I can go over it, but it's Do you a use water? Process. We slice them. We basically boil it to, to a certain temperature where it's, the sugar starts to come out of the sugar beet. So you're extracting it. Extracting it. And then, we, and then we, <laughs> bigger words. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, bigger words. that's a big word for me. Oh. And uh, extract the sugar out of the out of the beets. We put it through a boiling system to condense it down back to just juice. And I mean, like I said, I can go on to this. And then you also use process, the, the beet chips. I do know go the pulp, to feed yes. cattle. Feed it so it gets constantly. Everything is. You There's a lot. The whole sugar. Beet. Yeah, and then even our refinery. After we actually make and extract whatever sugars we can, or the you know the the white sugars you see at the kitchen table. There's so many other products that come off of it for cattle feed. Um, they even make no, <laughs> no. I do not agree with you on that. <laughs> but even the 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 liquids they use them for different um, medicines. There's things really. That, I had no idea in the yeah, medicine. We, yeah, they. Is it for diabetes? <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they make a diabetes <laughs> offset the sugar that you consume. No, so it you know the the beet itself, and it goes back to like what Jeffrey was saying about the I think agricultural you, you, you're industry. The great person that only calls me Jeffrey, the only one out there. <laughs> the, the agricultural industry, it's you know, in in our valley, that's a huge, huge. Uh, industry for for the area you know jobs like Jeffrey said we don't have a lot of yeah we're not an infrastructure on having multiple corporations in right. areas you know we have John Deere we have New Holland those are those yeah. are you know our big name dealers you know we have Chevy and Ford and but, Dodge, we, don't have any but we don't have the mm, manufacturing yeah parts of it we don't we don't build things. Yeah, here. we don't build things. But But we factory, damn sure know how to fix things. <laughs> yeah. Just don't break them. You don't have to fix them. Well, if you'd quit buying a Dodge. Oh, that thing's still running, by the way. I have a hard time believing that. No. Only, and I must say for our listeners, only because his wife would not let him buy a new one. I'm working on that. You're going to have to keep working. <laughs> so, it's good to get the voice out. Yeah, I want. I want. What do they call them? Flyover states? Are we a flyover state? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, probably. If you're flying somewhere (laughs) in the middle. Yeah. But I'm guessing they go south. We're what? Six hours from Denver, so we're not. But I'm three hours because I'm. Yeah. Five hours. I'm five. So we're not completely lost away, but you know we do have. To say that we have some sort of manufacturing in the area of where we are, we're just not, you know, within our, our an hour our, an hour yeah, reach of it. Not with, in our communities, our yeah. towns. Yeah, it's definitely ag based in our area, and that's our our goal is to help educate and hopefully get the word out there that hey, we do matter. Um, these things that the people are crying for and screaming that they want passed in legislator in the legislation. They affect us, and mm-hmm. when they affect us, and 
we're no longer here, the people that you don't care about and they don't want to listen to, when we're no longer here, you guys think of it, okay, well, there's just free land. There's nothing out there. Yeah. <laughs> those cattle out there and those corn and those sugar fields and, um, you know, the wheat fields, when those are gone and there's nobody here to produce that, where are you going to turn? Just go to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, go to the grocery store. <laughs> those empty shelves. Yep. They thought COVID empty shelves were bad. Yep. Just wait. And when diesel fuel hits $5 again, when president-elect supposedly Joe Biden gets in, I think we all can remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, you see these posts. It's funny because you see these posts of people like uh, Facebook. They, they're taking pictures of different things of, uh, as they are now. And they want to compare them, so they put them on their memory, so yep. they can tag it every year, so they can tag it in four years. Well, it'll be it'll and be see worse. what it looks like. It's it, smart though, because it then, is. You know, it's like here, look, this is year, this is year one. Yep. You know, refresh that that meme or refresh that memory. Yep. Year two, refresh it, refresh it, and you can well, see that 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 that's sad in our area alone. You know, we'll pay two twenty to two twenty five for fuel. And we can drive to Colorado, which we're not that far. We're a few hours away. We can drive down there with a load, and we can buy diesel fuel for under two dollars. And we come back home, we're paying two twenty plus. That to me isn't right. But we see a huge, a huge price gap already just in our location. So, just so you know, people know out there. Where what it costs our producers to make the products and gr- or to grow the crops to make the products, it, we're not buying dollar dollar eighty diesel fuel. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not buying under two dollar gas in our area. We're one of the highest priced places to live as far as fuel because yeah. we're so off the beaten trail that it costs us more to have it shipped yeah, well, in. Let's not talk about Nebraska tax. Yeah, no property kidding. tax. That's another. We can go on. Well, hopefully, our <laughs> my goal would be to someday have Senator Tom Brewer and be able to do a podcast with him. I would love to be able to ask him questions, get questions from people to ask him. Um, will it ever happen? Probably not. But I that is one thing I will really want to shoot for and have a goal. Sadly enough for him, he is related to me. So maybe I can work that a in. Long, there. long distance. Somewhere. Cousins, brothers, sisters, dog, it's, trainer. It, it's through my grandpa. I will say he's closerly, closer related to my dad than he is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Well, you got anything else you'd like to say in closing? No. I agree with you. <laughs> okay, you agree with me? <laughs> All right, well, thank you for listening to Timothy Gonzalez and myself, Jeff Hugan, here tonight on our little podcast. We kind of covered a few things that we feel are important. Just two guys, night before deer season, having a little bit of a conversation. We thought we'd yeah. record it for the podcast. I'm glad to have him here. Hopefully, we can have him back. I want to try and get his wife, Katrina, on here, who I've known, or she has known me since I was born. Yeah, we and actually go. It, yeah, there's a long line of how long we've known. You, you were actually... The little cute flower ring bearer, not flower. I was a ring, ring bearer, bearer in Courtney's wedding. Yeah, sister in law's wedding. Yep, we were just talking about time. that the other day. Mm. So amazing how we've been around it for a while. A little bit. I remember your brother in law having me flip the camera off the disposable <laughs> camera at your wedding. 
think that was your wedding. Might have been Dominic's. I didn't see no pictures of the finger. Must have been Dom's. Yeah. I can't remember. Is that the one we were eating? Fit? No. Goldfish. Which wedding was that one? I Someone can't remember. So I just started eating goldfish. I can't remember. Hmm. You guys agree? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, it was good. Thank you, Jeffrey. You're welcome. Thanks. I think we, um, next time, slow things down. With what? Too many topics. Too many topics? Well, we only had three. Yeah, but we didn't get a, like... We we don't want to go too far into the political one. We'll do another no. political one here in the future. You'll probably be back sometime. Yeah. So I'll be back whenever you want me to. Yeah, you need to bring Katrina up. And yeah. we, we'll get her on here and get you on here. We'll do a couple podcasts together. Probably not going to ask Joyce. She'll just tell bad stories about me. <sighs> that woman. She might hear this podcast someday. No, it'd be all right, though. That's why I didn't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate everybody that's listening to this, and hopefully you all have a great 2020 deer season in Nebraska, rifle deer season, I would say. Um, it's getting late. We probably need to get some shut-eye. I need to sleep. I'm, I'm, yeah, you definitely need to sleep because you shoot so many times every day. Every one shot, day. one kill. Yeah, he told explained to me earlier that the other four shots were just warning shots. So mm-hmm. Just lining it up. <laughs> But the one shot that hit him killed him, so it's one shot. One it's kill. a lot cheaper if you only use one shot to kill. No warnings. Got to give him a fair chance. Give him a chance to run. All right. Thank you, listeners. This is America through the eyes of the heartland, and we appreciate your listening. Have a good evening.